It's time to feel some Krampus rage with your friends at Film Rage, which includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Hey there, Merman. Oh, and me. I'm Bryce. The Krampus of us all. And our buddy George from the best little horror house in Philly podcast. Hey, George. It's me. Hello. Krampus from the South. How's everyone doing? Welcome. That's right. So with the introductions, with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. All right. Happy Krampus. And welcome back to the second annual Film Rage Krampus special. This episode, we open up with some treats in the 2021 release of the Advent Calendar. We introduce the newly released Naughty Cut of 2015 Krampus movie. We spend some time with Jack Frost all the way back to 1997. But most importantly, we welcome back our dear friend George to the podcast, as we've already mentioned, from the best little horror house in Philly. Every time that never gets old, horror, not whore. Welcome back, George. (laughs) Tell us everything you were afraid for us to know about the little horror house in Philly, but we were afraid to ask. Uh, hello. Very excited to be back. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's the, the best little horror house in Philly is the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guests, at least. Um, basically, it's just a, a, a real fun time where someone comes on with their pick for the best horror movie ever made and for the duration of it. I agree with them that it's the best horror movie ever made, which means that we get to spend time just uh, talking about the movie and what we like about it. You know, there's no having to be worried about like, oh, am I going to come off as nerdy for liking this because I'm along for the ride the whole time. So you really get to talk about people's relationships with horror, the way that it intertwines with the um, like cultural context of the movie. And it's been great because we've had people that are just my friends. We've had great comedians like Mike Hanford and and Tim Kalpakis and Betsy Sidaro. We've had... Uh, friggin' movie stars like um, Rich Summer was in it. <laughs> like he came on to talk about a uh, creep show. So uh, you know, it's it's been a really great way to uh, pick the minds of people who you might not always expect to be into horror. A lot of these comedians, especially, yeah, um, it's been really rewarding to see a different side of people that I was already a fan of. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, for those who, who don't know it, I mean, we'll talk about George's deeds later in the show, but. It's it's literally what got me into podcasting was um, was was George and how amazing he is on the Twitter, but also your show is so original and creative. So uh, you you always have a spot. You're you're like the fourth member of Film Rage. So wow, truly uh, truly generous of you, and I appreciate it. Well, welcome back. And enough, enough of this mutual admiration society. Let's get to some. <laughs> let's get to some Krampus. Oh, first, yeah. we, first we have to pay for stuff. Yeah, we got a homage. Mm. Movies are back at Canyon Meadows Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. I'm jealous as hell about that. We don't get the curbside pickup for popcorn and stuff. I would be getting movie theater popcorn all the damn time. Right? No, no kidding. Oh eh? uh, well, you got to move to Canada. You you can live in. I guess uh, so. You can live in Bryce's new basement when he gets his new house. There you go. Great. Perfect. Right. I'll see you soon. Some of the best horror movies are basement dwellers. Yeah. Well, let's talk movies. <laughs> All right. So, what did we 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 have a some some delicious succulent old and new this week? We're going to talk about the 2021 the Advent Calendar, which is on Shutter. Dum dum. Nice. Boom, boom. Do you still have Dum Dum in 
the U.S. or is, or is it just us dumb dumbs that get the dumb dumb? The like the lollipop. <laughs> everybody <laughs> gets yeah. everybody gets the dumb dumb. No, yeah. <laughs> the the cra- the uh, carpenter uh, music for Shutter is dumb dumb. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is the dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, we get that too. <laughs> Everybody's in for the dumb dumb. Well, Bryce, tell us a little bit about right. the advent calendar. Advent calendar 2021. Uh, it's about a young lady by the name of Eva. She just happens to be a paraplegic. She's played by uh, what is who is she played by? Eugenie Derurand. That was a terrible pronunciation. Yeah. En français, monsieur. In um, and uh, yeah, she's got uh, quite the uh, quite the performance, really. Actually, she was probably the best part of this film for sure. She carried it on her back. Um, from the opening scene in the in the swimming pool, uh, we uh, we learn a lot about her. Um, I loved going on the journey um, that she went on. We, we got kind of a little splashes of, of what she went through as the movie went along, and why she was in the position or the situation that she was in. Um, and you understood why she was doing the things she did um, with the introduction of the advent calendar. Um, that's where things really start to take off. Um, and there was a whole lot of creepiness going on. There was a whole lot of, uh, of, uh, ambiance and, uh, I, uh, really enjoyed this. So did you really, really enjoy it? Like, are we talking modified it? Uh, it was very high, man. Okay. Georgie, you want to go next? What'd you think? Yeah, um, sure, I'll go. I uh, was probably not quite as hot on it as you were, but I still thought it was pretty good. Um, You know, I thought the lighting was really good in it. That stood out to me a lot, especially since I have been watching um, some Giallo stuff. Uh, The bright bright colors were a lot of fun. But um, I I also thought that the main performance was really good. I thought that, that she did a really excellent job. But I did first off think that it could have used a lot more Christmassiness. Like it didn't feel very Christmassy at all, despite being the advent calendar. I mean, that's the only real connection. <laughs> that's actually something I never even thought yeah, of. George. I, didn't, I didn't see a tree in sight. But yeah, it wasn't very Christmassy. Uh, well, was maybe it? she doesn't celebrate Christmas. I think they might have well, even alluded to the fact. Got I'm pretty sure the advent calendar is a Christian thing. Yeah, yeah, but she Christmas. didn't get it. She got it as a gift. Yeah, but it's still supposed to be a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, why would you hear an advent calendar of September? I mean, but the advent was, calendar was, alone. Was, okay, so in my house, there's one advent calendar. That's it. That's all we have is decoration. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's in my fridge. <laughs> and I'll tell you about that in a minute. You really are Krampus. Can't wait. Um, I also will say that I did think that they were kind of uh, between a rock and a hard place because. Uh, because on the one hand, you have the option of really trying to do too much and pack 24 days worth of stuff <laughs> yeah. into not yeah, a very long like, run time. Yeah, 24 enough. killings is what she had to do. <laughs> that was a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then on the other hand, they could have really drawn it out and taken the chance that it's not as much, there's not as much depth to the, to the hook as, as they might have hoped. And clearly they opted for the former. And it feels a little rushed, you know? It feels yeah. like I don't understand really who Itch was or why this was, like, happening. Like, what? I don't know anything about the advent calendar. <laughs> I was just happy to go <laughs> along for the ride. It was a German-slash-French Krampus, maybe. I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was, I don't think there was anything good about this one at all. Yeah, there was, I mean... I will also say, uh, look, maybe I am being overly sensitive and I am uh, not in a wheelchair, but I do think that uh, it could go either way on this, where I could see someone who is in a wheelchair not loving this sort of representation in terms of like, you're just constantly getting treated as subhuman, like, especially if you are already getting that in your real life, if it's, if it's before this starts happening and people treat her like shit. And so if you're already getting treated this way and 
God forbid that's the case. Mm-hmm. And you, you see this on screen and they're like, wow, the only way that I'm on screen is by getting treated like a piece of shit. Um, you know, I think that that's the kind of thing that uh, might not sit amazing with everybody. But on the other hand, it, you know, it's certainly the only um, person in a wheelchair that I've seen as the lead in a horror movie to this point. So uh, I think, like I said, it really could go either way, where maybe but, they're uh, like, hey, I'm, I'm psyched to see it. But. Maybe they're st- they might be psyched to see, okay, she's getting treated like shit, but she definitely gets her revenge getting on revenge. pretty yeah, much yeah. everybody. There's a yeah. revenge factor. Right. The power. Right. I, I understand. The power I, it was, of just, the it was just something that gave me a little bit of pause. Yeah, you know what? It's it's funny how it's funny how you mentioned that though, George, because it's kind of like we, we when we relook at movies now with twenty twenty one eyes, looking at you know more representation, more uh, look. You know, the horror is great. Everybody deserves to die. Let's face it. But <laughs> when it, when it comes to the actual proper representation and treating people with dignity, sometimes mm-hmm. see, I kind of looked at it from the other side of it. I kind of thought like, you know what? People who are in wheelchairs. And not that I have spent a lot of time in a wheelchair, but I have been in a wheelchair in my life. And I can tell you one fucking thing is that nobody cares that you're in a wheelchair. They really don't. And no. whenever you're trying to get around downtown, yeah. there's there's the curb for you to get up or get into a building is on the backside of the building where yeah. no one where yeah. it's not easy to get to. So it, it to me it was kind, I was kind of Yeah, I was kind of talking thinking about it from the other side and to me it was like, yeah, this is what this is what it's like for people who are in wheelchairs. They get treated sure. like shit. So I liked her. Yeah, I, I, and I believe that. I I, uh, I just think that um, if I were finally look, uh, so I am Jewish, and there's not a ton of Jewish horror characters. And if I were to see a Jewish person on screen, and the entire time everyone was like making Jew jokes at them, <laughs> like mm. treating them like shit. Yeah. Um, it just wouldn't be my favorite. You know, I, yeah. I would certainly be like, I'm excited that they took the chance on, ha- or not chance, but like that they put this person in the in the foreground. Yeah. But I just think that maybe the environment that they're putting that character into could have been handled with a little bit more uh, delicateness. I don't think that, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't depict the actual case of what real life is like, because yeah. that's, that's not the case. But... I, I just think that, um, you know, maybe just think about uh, what exactly the story is that you're trying to tell. Like, it is this, I don't know, I don't know. It, just, okay, it so, was just something that uh, stuck in my craw a little bit. I feel like I'm coming off as way too sensitive here. No, but. no, well, okay, so, but it sounds like we need to create a really good Jewish, it's not really Christmas, but a, uh, a really Christmas Hanukkah uh, murder horror show sure it'd be great absolutely and also i should i should clarify that i also love christmas uh my my mom's side of the family is is catholic so i uh have a long storied history with christmas as well so it's not it's not quite so blasphemous for me to be on this episode i i play a lot of blasphemous we're talking about krampus this is not christmas (laughs) we don't celebrate christmas we celebrate krampus fair enough great all right even better even better happy krampus all right, Murray. Well, it's great because it's also on my uh, my step. Art Krampus. So. Oh, right. nice. <laughs> Bryce and I are one hundred percent Krampus. We're pure blood. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> my my mom was was a female Krampus, and my dad is a male Krampus. All right. Perfect. <laughs> it all it all it all really begins to click. Yep, Mur. What'd you think, buddy? Um, yeah, a lot of similar things. I I wasn't crazy about it. I mean. You know me in movies with subtitles. Yes, that was a downer at the start, but I I, 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 did, I did like that that the main character they made her paraplegic and yeah she basically got trampled on there. Then Wangie basically tried to rape her in his vehicle and I'm like that was yeah, hard to watch. It yeah, was. it was. And so for the first half, I'm like, yeah, this advent calendar. She's actually getting revenge on people that have wronged her, and I was with her all the way along. And then towards the end, just just killing random people because they told. It just, I don't know. It kind of went out the rails. She kind of got absorbed into her that. dog. She, she, they yeah, made her kill exactly, her dog. Her dog. Yep. Like, what the hell? Yep. 
bug. Her dog before the person who caused her accident. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, well, they wanted to prove you, that she was going to do it, maybe. Uh, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. It was all right. I mean, I got through it, but it was a bit long and slow in times. All right. And I thought I'd be a little more violent. All right. I'm, I'm sensing a theme here, because, George, I'm assuming you gave it a meh, right? Yeah, I do. I, I think it's a meh. Okay, Mer, and that's a, a yeah. meh for you? Yeah. Whoa. Holy cow. There's a lot of meh in, yeah, in man, the advent I'm calendar. I'm find the button because it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's disappeared. <laughs> is it is it unanimous? <laughs> Unani- well, yes, well yeah. you're going to have to wait to find out because here's my thoughts wow. on the advent calendar. Ah, French horror films. After just coming off seeing Titan, I'm high on the drug that is French horror. Always such a great color and texture in French films. And this is no exception. Even better, this has a German creepy advent calendar as the star. Dump it and I'll kill you. Mm. What a great line. It totally gave off, a, in my opinion, kind of a French Hellraiser vibe. Like, I really was getting a bit of a the whole Hellraiser influence in it. I was loving this delicious day-by-day tasty revenge-filled treat. Plus, it gets right to the goods right away, as Bryce had mentioned. You know, they don't, they don't waste too much time because they got to get through 24 days of, of killing, which was, which was quite awesome, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And then it starts to get to the creepy and the weird and even has great lines like, you're a paraplegic and I'm a nurse. I can wash your private parts. I'm already like 119 minutes into this and there seemed to be something missing. And I think Bryce... 119 minutes? 119 minutes into the movie. Two hours in. I didn't even know it was two hours long. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, but there was 119 minutes into the movie. Sorry. One hour and 19 minutes. That's better. That's better. One hour and 19 yeah, minutes. Totally, Thank you. Say. Into this movie. I think it was like an hour 40 something. Yeah. And yes. there was something missing. What was missing? Huh. What is a French movie? Uh-huh. And there was something missing. Uh-huh. What could possibly be missing from a French movie yeah, that we didn't get to see? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. The French always deliver the French nudity as a present to all the good girls and boys and others alike. Ah, the magic of Krampus. Or is it Christmas? Or is it Hanukkah? And then, bam! Super erection gets killed, and then we get a murdered naked breast as our only Krampus present of French nudity. Only a little nip of nudity. Yes. But nudity nonetheless. You can always count on the French. Vive la France. Or Jouer Noël. Or should I say, Jouer La Crampasse. Sure. And plus the um, ending... I, would, I do want to agree with you about, I think that the um, sort of setup with the, uh, like having a ticking clock of the advent calendar was cool. Like the yeah. setup of it is neat. Yep. Yeah. It was, I like the, it was found it creative. And I like the, I always love it when they have like a crossover German-French horror film sure. kind of gives you the germans have a their own style which kind of was the advent calendar itself and then you got the french filming side of it i, I liked sure. a lot of this I film. it was actually filmed in osbos lorraine yeah oh really nice <laughs> so i actually i'm on team bryce here i'm going with a high man on this i i truly enjoyed the creativity of it and i thought the ending was pretty good i liked the way that I they ended the it it kind of wrapped it up nicely yeah, in books cool ambiguity uh, i enjoyed that as well Nice. So apparently, the advent calendar is unanimously meh. <laughs> well, it's meh, meh, and meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. All right. So that was a high meh, Murray. So it's meh. a high. It's a high meh. meh. You're high. <laughs> meh. Oh, I wish. <laughs> so we had our new horror film, or the Bah Humbug. We also have a re-release of the 2015 movie Krampus, which we both <laughs> both had to shell out money for. It's the extended naughty cut. It's the extended naughty, naughty cut. cut. George, tell us about <laughs> the extended naughty cut of Krampus. 
Sure. Um, so Krampus, like you said, from 2015, uh, directed by Michael Doherty. Um, it's a boy has a bad Christmas and accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. Um, great cast. I mean, Tony Collette, Adam Scott, David Koechner is in it. Um, um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. I think that the humor, as you grow up, maybe not all of it will connect with you the same way that it did. But it's cool to see this sort of like, uh, it, you know, Michael Doherty, he also did Trick or Treat. And so taking this pastiche that he did and keeping that same spirit, uh, moving it into Christmas now, uh, I think it works kind of as a spiritual sequel to that in that this is a really fun movie because it is kind of mean spirited. And yeah. in the tradition of movies like Silent Night, Deadly Night, this is a movie that's not really interested in uh, the happy ending. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have one. And I think that's to its benefit. We see Max, uh, the, the little kid, he wants to love Christmas. He wants it to be like the way it was, but his family is full of assholes. And so he, <laughs> he becomes very frustrated with Christmas. Out. Yeah, and, uh, and his disgust with Christmas uh, calls Krampus, who kills them and traps them in a snow globe. So, nice. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to, to have this, uh, this, this fun story. Like this is not something that we see every single day, but also, uh, over the years, I have lost a little bit of my patience for being around characters that are annoying, even if it's mm-hmm. on purpose, which it very much is in this. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it is, it is fun, but uh, the the you know the Keckner character David Keckner is amazing as this character. It's a compliment to the performance, but the, he's very annoying. <laughs> well, and all his kids too. I like, I like them better than his kids. <laughs> Although the one yeah, kid that said nothing, that. he was pretty cool. Yeah, just, yeah. he was pretty. I mean, the, the, the two <laughs> the two sisters. They, it takes them way too long to realize that they're being the assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the letter. They're like. Oh, I wish that I got to hang out with my sister, and I wish that my parents still loved each other. What an idiot! <laughs> it's like, oh my god, nice. Um, but it is fun. It is fun. I, I you know, it, it's it's a it's a fun movie. Uh, though. I mean, just from the opening, the the very beginning with the department store hubbub, I think really yeah. throws you in. It's a great tone setter. You understand what you're in for. Yeah, the opening scene is so good. Actually, I think that really did set the the stage. Plus, you know, Tony Collette classes the whole thing up. Oh, Always. she's got so sure much does. class. Sure does. She's great. She is mesmerizing. You know what I love about her? What do you love about Everything. her, Bryce? Is you can never pigeonhole her into anything. Like yeah, she will. She will pick any script as long as it's yes. got some substance. I would agree. Yeah. Like she's well, she's done horror. Well, a couple horrors. She does yeah. amazing dramas. Yeah, she'll do a comedy. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like she's very versatile she's, actor. Yeah. You know what? I kind of yeah. throw her a little bit in with Alice and Janney a bit. Like mm. they both can kind of carry carry that. Janney has Y'all huge Jan's comedic. Fan? Yeah. Janney's great, but Janney's like no, just, she has Janney's got a character actor. Well, she is and she isn't. I mean, she's been in some films that she has. has, Like, she's got huge comedic timing. um, I, Tanya. She was a big supporting actor. She won a freaking Oscar. And she's great. She can support a film like nobody's business. But Tony Collette can carry an entire film on her shoulders. Yeah, I guess. Why why does one have... They can both be great. They are both great, but in different ways. Okay. So he doesn't... Um, Here's my question. Here's my question. Okay. What is the explanation for where this family went? Oh, they're in (laughs) hell. They're in hell. Yeah, but when this movie ends, where does... Everyone's just like, oh, that family just disappeared. The house is just there. The entire family is gone. Yep. Where'd they go? It collapsed. (laughs) Didn't it explode? Or Krampus can do whatever The whole town for real exploded? Probably. Why not? That is a darn good question. But the important, the more important question, George, is we don't care. Because sure. they're oh, in hell. That's just, the important thing. something that occurred to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's face it. We're really just happy that they're in hell. Yeah. And the kid, technically, the kid really got his ending. wish. The kid yeah. got his yeah, wish. He said, take me back with my family. Let me, I want to go That's back right. with them. Yep. They're all in hell. 
But he's perfectly yeah. happy. <laughs> and one more finger on the monkey's paw shuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot of influences in this, right? I'll uh, I'll maybe mm-hmm. add my two cents here now. The to me, yeah. this felt a lot like they were super parodying. It's like they took Christmas Vacation and and basically almost all the kind of characters mixed yeah, up I, into I it. Saw the similarities. Yeah, it's like this is Christmas Vacation, but with Krampus. So it's like Krampus vacation, Krampus vacation, and 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 then the the having the trick or treat kind of thrown in there because I think a couple of the characters that were in the Krampus were also in trick or treat, so I think there's a bit of a crossover there for for him. Mm. Like if you look at if you look at the char- the killer characters, one are I think well, at least one of them was was in trick or treat. Really, I'm almost as positive. As like one of the. Uh... Yeah, one of the, one of the critter the toys. Toys. One of the toy things. Yeah, yeah. Go look it up. Out. People who are listening in Listeningville land, in Krampusville, Krampus Town, Cramp, 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 just Cramperoni. Just get on with it. <laughs> I actually, tr- I, I, I think I was like George though, because I saw this when it first came out, and I really loved it when it first came out. See, I kind of liked it when it first came out. I yeah, was like yeah, it was all right. I actually really enjoyed it a lot more <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? watching it for a second time. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it was the company I was keeping this. Probably. Time. You don't. You know what? There's something about seeing a Krampus movie that Maybe. always brings joy to my black heart. Well, I think that that might be part of it. Is that when you're sitting beside Jim, who's enjoying every single second of it. <laughs> That, uh, you know, I kind of had uh, enjoyment by osmosis. It rubbed off on you? It rubbed one off on you? Sorry, what was that? You did what now? <laughs> I did who what? Well, Mary was the other sa- sandwich in that, Brad. Mary, what'd you think? Well, I had not seen this before because... Yes, it was a Krampus surprise. I am a Christmas person, not yes. a Krampus person. Yes. Although I have seen other Krampus movies... Uh, at our film festival, I don't know what year it was. We actually had one, and it was was it was Silent Night, wasn't it? I uh, no, it actually it had, I don't know. Is it a Krampus character in that too? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was like Ish. it was Scandinavian or something. It was European anyway, and it oh. was bloody and gory and scary as hell. Uh, this movie oh, yeah. was not that. <laughs> I found except for the one F bomb, I found it mostly PG. Like yeah. It wasn't scary enough for me to be a scary movie. It was more comedy, really. It was like a comedy horror. Really. Like, like George said, all I mean, I think it's also aimed younger. Yeah, you know, it I, is. And all the characters. I just think that it, it's for it's. It was originally PG thirteen, yeah, and that exactly, was for the theater. Part of a part of my main complaint when it first came out was like, look, I get that this is not directed a hundred percent at me, but for my taste. I would have liked it yes. to have gone that extra step. Oh, totally. I wish that I was, I was expecting, and we might hear more about this later. I was expecting a lot of gore is what I was expecting. That's the naughty part I was expecting. Yeah. I thought it'd be a lot gory. Like, like you saw people disappearing, but you didn't know what happened to them. Yeah. They, they, they just got dragged off. But I'm then like, you find out later what happens to them. Yeah, see, I would have rather Krampus just come along and just, Start cutting heads off or something. Yeah, or the gingerbread like the, cookie the, man. The toys are more violent than he, than Krampus was. Well, like Krampus is children. He can whatever. Anyway, yeah. Uncle, so, uh, I mean, or as Bryce and I say, Uncle Krampus. If you're gonna go full Krampus, you should full, go, full, go gore. full Krampus. Like I said, the one the version I like the one I saw, which was European, was it was gory and it was scary. But I don't even remember which version do you think, it was. But do you think full Krampus is almost like full Monty? Maybe I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, it was it was okay for me. I mean, so you're saying it was a meh? Yeah, all right. right. Mm. Meh, meh. Yeah. yeah. What? Is, is yeah. this like? Is this is this the first Krampus meh that we <laughs> like? We've well, had back to back mehs. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, great. It was, an, and you guys were looking forward to those uh, the the naughty version, which yeah, both well, maybe that's part of it. We were kind of let <laughs> down that the naughty yeah. version meant we got like some extra two minutes dialogue. of dialogue. It wasn't naughty <laughs> enough. Yeah. Well, it wasn't we, naughty enough. Did you? Okay, so I agree. Jordan, I also I also think that uh, the, the there was one other thing that I noticed. <laughs> let's have it. The the ant the ant was like. Give me back my kids, you fudger. And she, if she didn't say that and she just swung the axe, this whole problem would have been avoided because she would have had enough time. 
So yeah. she is the reason that her kids got taken is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, she is a, she is a problem in itself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Although giving them alcohol. <laughs> that was funny. The ant, the ant is probably the most enjoyable character. For oh, me, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant that. The, the other sister, like the sister. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, the sister. no. Uh, the old lady. The old lady. Right. Yeah, Berta. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I meant right now that's what I'm talking about, or initially I meant the the Tony Collette's sister. Oh. Yeah, the, the sister character. Uh, initially yeah. I meant Tony Collette's sister. Yeah. Yeah, it was her fault. The axe in the yes. Attic. Yes. yes. Yeah. We had too many ants in this. That's another problem, yeah. apparently. There's like, gra- it's a generational granny. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, that, that also bothered me. The, the old granny character, she only spoke German, and like half the family understood her, but she could understand English when they were talking to her. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of bothered her. She's, she's an angry old German lady. She's like, I don't, I want to speak my language. But then she was Fuckers. telling the story in English. But it also seemed like maybe Adam Scott didn't understand her. Yeah, well the kid. Was well the kid was fluent. The kid knew more than he did apparently. Right. Yeah, and oh, but, the, like he grew, um, ostensibly grew up <laughs> with this her. lady yeah, as his mother. Well, speaking German to him. I, I got more from that, that he was more like, you know, traditional. I'm not doing the German thing, but he still knows it because mm-hmm. he had to speak it to her later. Right? I guess. Maybe. I uh, It seemed like he was uh, a little rusty. I kind of wish. could be the case. Yeah, could be. Could the case. be. I kind of wish it was all in German now. Rusty. <laughs> sure. So it's like vacation again. It is. See another. Hey, if it was if it was all in German, this would be a, a totally different movie. It would be it'd, way it'd more, be more violent. Up. Yeah, it would be, and there would have been a German sex party, obviously, <laughs> in hell obviously. with Krampus, with a strap on. Or something. We can only dream. We can only dream. We can. That's my dream for this Krampus Eve. Okay. Anybody else want to say anything more about no. the Krampus? No. Meh. Meh. It's an so. Let's recap where we're Wait, at. So I do far. have I do have one one other thing to say. Nice. And it's that that Adam Scott, you did a good job. Yeah. Good job, Adam Scott. Sorry. He's kinda good in everything. He's all right. We should yeah. get him and Tony Collette and everything He's, going forward. He was in Hot Tub Time Machine too. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was, good he was too. and he was fine. Yeah. Yeah, he was, was fine in that. Okay. He's kinda good in everything. Just because the movie wasn't good around him doesn't make him yeah. not good. That's right. He'd still be mesmerizing ish. Just mm. the movie's not. It's a lot of. Right. I believe that was my argument for Nick Cage to be mesmerized once upon a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's still there. He still is mesmerizing. He gets better go. every. Yeah, that's you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. Okay, so our slash from the past this episode is Jack Frost, starring Michael Keaton. Yes, from Keaton. My, which is a horror in itself. I love that one. It's so terrible, Murray. No, we're watching the 1997, not the 1998 version of Jack Frost. Oh. Which, Oops, I watched the wrong one. Which apparently, oh, good. Well, then we would also probably like to talk about the horror that is that version that yeah, Murray's that was, talking that about. That was more horrifying. That's more scary than the one we watched. Because uh, after an accident that left murderer Jack Frost, I mean, who names their kid Jack Frost, by the way, dead in a genetic material... The vengeful killer returns as a murderous snowman. If my last name was Frost, I'd be I'd feel obligated to name my son Jack if I had one. Yeah. Would you? I would. Yeah. Jack Jr. Why would it be Jack Jr.? Yeah, I, I think it's not. Jack's all the way down. Yeah, just be Jack, 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 and Jack. Uh-huh. I would hope from uh-huh. that point forward it would be, and I would hope that my name would have been Jack if my last name was Frost. Maybe, yes. maybe you could uh, switch it up every now and then with a Jackson. No, Jackson and it's Jack for short. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's no. Jack for short, or no. John, because isn't Jack also kind of like John? Sure, Jacko. John Frost. Jack. That just means you got a cold dick. By the way, what? How did that ever happen? I still I don't, don't understand I don't that know, John Jack thing. I, that makes no sense. I, all I know is that John F. Kennedy. They called him Jack. I have yeah. no idea. There's why. a lot of people that were well, drawn he was, and called Jack. He was and jacking off it. with a lot of ladies, so maybe that's so how Maryland. it came. <laughs> I don't think he was doing the. Uh, he was. He was totally. He was actually, a spy for the Pope. I think all the Kennedys were doing Marilyn Monroe. I think she had a lineup of Kennedys. But we're getting sidetracked. Let's talk. Let's talk about. No, there's there's talk about Robert, Bobby, and there's three. 
I don't know. There's a, at the same time. No, but there's Ted. Uh, maybe the I don't one. wasn't there. I didn't videotape it. Ted, but Ted was the old one. I don't think he. Did. Ted probably was the only clean one of the bunch. Yeah, he was sitting in the corner and he right. was a drunk. So he was like the attorney general, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah well, that doesn't make him any better. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we're getting silly, 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 oh, George. God. I'm naive. So where were we? Oh yeah, Jack Frost from 1997 or the Michael Keaton one? <laughs> no, that's the 98 no, one. Go there again. Happy scary story or he's chilling and killing. First off, you got to love 90s ooey gooey gore. Uh, I got a question though. Do we think that the producers of Jack Frost watched the film Child's Play before writing the script? Awesome. That's my question to you all. No. Murray, you're saying no. I don't know what you're. George, what do you think? I've never even heard of that movie. Child's Play of Jack. You've never heard of Child's Play. Yeah, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Never heard of it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I have a feeling it's got. If someone must have picked that on your show. No, no. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Is this one of the ones that George has as a rule that doesn't get picked on his show? (laughs) That he won't talk about. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just goofing. Uh, He does have some rules. People, he does have only, only Halloween. Only Halloween too. Yeah, and uh, Halloween. But okay, so zombie ones. This, this to me, it, it totally felt like again, every movie we've talked about today seems to have had influences. In my opinion, I felt Child's Play was written all over this. What? But apparently, I'm as yeah. You were getting is like Chucky and his humor, and you oh, know, instead of him being an adult, he's in a snowman. It's totally like it. It's totally like it. Well, the the, yeah. the initial setup is yeah, and then the fact that he. It's magic. No, his whole personality. Yeah, it was very Chucky. It was like Chucky as a like snowman. That. Yeah. The, the practical I effects. mean, I don't think it's executed as well as Brad <laughs> Dorif's Chucky. Uh, true that. Um, the practical effects were fun. I mean, we're big fans of practical effects, so I don't think they had the CGI back then, so you had to have practical effects, which is awesome. Nothing says Christmas slash Krampus like snow tits, though. Yeah, that was bizarre. That was awesome. Speaking of that, did anyone else notice the lower cost version of uh, Adrian Barbeau in this film? She did look a lot like her, she right? Did, she did. She was for, totally for like a split second. I'm like, hey, it's, it's Adrian, Adrian Barbeau. Barbeau, and then I was like, oh no, it is. And yeah. even even when the fact she, um, when she's about to get killed by the tree, like she like backs up and it looks like a creep show shot. Oh, like, totally. <laughs> it was like, it was like they were pulling all kinds of influences in this movie. Um, by, by the, but her name was Marla, AKA Marsha Clark. This film has everything B horror Christmas movie needs to have bad acting, hilarious script, cheesy plot, and lots of bloody good time. But most of all, it's got a killer snowman that likes to melt him way into your heart. Awesome line after Jack sleds the bully's head off by the dad. I can't talk about it tomorrow. I gotta look for a place to bury my son. Like the, some of the dialogue <laughs> in this. Oh, sorry. Tomorrow. It's like some oh, of the yes. dialogue in this is kind of like, who? Like your son just gets killed. And he's like, oh yeah, I can't really talk about it right now. I got to bury my son tomorrow. I was like the, the, the dialogue, which would made this so enjoyable to me. Solid. That one dialogue. scene in particular had some very funny dialogue where they were like, it wasn't a fight. He's two feet taller. And then someone's like, not anymore. He ain't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, from the back. It was sometimes they were trying too hard. And it's other times they were kind of not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my favorite of all the characters though, has to be doc Peters. I freaking love that doctor's character. <laughs> I wish he was the one that made me cough when I went for my annual physical because that guy was fucking hilarious. Uh, quick succulent recap of Jack death by sled, death by axe, death by Christmas tree, death by Christmas bulbs, death by cop car death by icicle death by snowman bathtub banging which i thought was pretty creative of them to be able to i don't know if he was fucking her or head bobbing her with his snow head i think he was raping her with the carrot yeah yeah that's kind of the impression i got and then he he somehow killed her 
with with which side yeah, of his which part of his body did well, he was slamming he was slamming her head against the wall yeah, yeah but it was uh, was it the head or what's the head the carrot didn't she didn't I get, think it uh, was probably well, it was a combination the whole thing. of the two <laughs> she, yeah, was, yeah. she was she got both yeah okay yeah there was lots of good killing it was meh only a meh it was fun but it was meh it was a lot of fun still meh yeah it was meh. All right. Yeah, I, I forget. That's, that's a lot of killing, too. It was I mean, a lot they, of killing. They packed a lot of killing into that movie. It was rather impressive. Yeah. Anything else? Bra- uh, Bryce, you got some more ooey-gooey goodness that you want to add? Let no. George talk. George, tell us more what you thought of <laughs> Jack Frost. Uh, I am going to be a little colder I love on it. this one. <laughs> as cold as you can, buddy. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, I, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen by a long shot. I, like I said, I laughed at that line before. There's a few things that I think are funny here and there. But by and large, uh, I think it's mostly pretty not funny <laughs> the whole yeah. way through. Uh, I think that the horror stuff, you know, there's a a few fun effects, but, uh, it doesn't really lean into it enough for me. Um, I do like the very, the story at the very beginning, I like really set me up to enjoy this movie. (laughs) Like the the mean grandpa being like, shut up, you little punk, you ass for this. (laughs) Like, what the (laughs) fuck is happening? (laughs) Like, oh, um, and I like that. And I like the transformation of the snowman. And then once he was the snowman, I like totally checked out and didn't care until like pretty much at the very end um he i liked him using the guy as like a skin suit and smuggling him out i thought that was really cool that was awesome um although i don't know that don't eat the yellow snow works as a zinger unless the implication is that jack pissed himself on the way in yes i agree um, you know, uh, the kid, I laughed when the kid tried to kill his dad with antifreeze. That really made me laugh as well. <laughs> that was also cool. Um, and so there's sprinklings here. This- there's sprinkling. There's yeah. s- slow sprinkles falling throughout the movie that made it funny. Yeah. Um, I also was wondering, I, I tried looking it up and I didn't have any luck. Maybe I also didn't put too much effort in, <laughs> but I was wondering what the... Yeah, I was wondering what the first example of um, a movie doing a like cover in a minor key, and like yeah. this awful cover of All Holy Night at the oh, end. Oh God, yeah, it was horrifying. He's scary. And I was just like, I Oh my like God, him. this is the first one. Oh my God, Bryce, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes everything in a minor um, key, though, George. So you have to know that. Uh, I guess. Him. I guess. <laughs> The uh, the rape scene really made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that was, I, uh, it's played played for laughs in a way that I really didn't like. Yep. Uh, there's like surf music happening. He's cracking wide. He makes like three jokes at the end of it. And yep. it's like, it would have been bad enough if you like did one zinger yeah. at the end of raping a lady to death. Yep. But to fire off three at the end? Come on now. Uh, I don't know. It just uh, I'm gonna stay soft meh to to uh, almost a, a, on high, rage. a high rage. Almost a rage. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, I get it. It I I I always feel uncomfortable in any rape scene. Like it's just yeah. it's. I kind of wish they didn't show it. They could have just implied it. Murray. You're looking like you want to talk about well, I, Jack well, Frost I don't have a lot with to Michael say. I mean, Keaton. Slash. Yes, I'd rather, rather talk about that one. <laughs> no. Although I did actually see this. Murr, one. do you know that that was originally supposed to be George Clooney and directed by Sam Raimi? Really? <laughs> what? That might have yes, been a really good look, movie. As, yeah, as the, and if you look at that snowman, you'll see that it's Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at that snowman, you go, wow, that is clearly uh, supposed maybe. to be Clooney. It, yeah, it kind of uh, looks like Clooney. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I did watch this just today, actually. Nice. Uh, best way I can describe this movie, it was fun in a stupid way. <laughs> it's just, oh, my God, it was so bad. It's like every time there's a line, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I did laugh unintentionally quite a bit. Yep. Because there, I mean, one time he describes himself as being a pissed off snow cone. It's like... <laughs> And I I was surprised to see a very young Shannon Elizabeth. 
Yeah. Of course, they go on to do American Pie, and she's already getting naked in this one. There you go. No, she's supposed to be eighteen in this. I don't know. I think she's older than that. But yeah, it was it just yeah. Her whole family like it's killed, and she's like basically gonna have sex in the sheriff's I house. I know. Like, like that, that's what what's that? Like, like didn't even bother her. Yeah, it's like her okay. Whole, like maybe she didn't like them. I guess my brother's dead. I guess I'll my just parents go are have dead. sex. Let's break into the sheriff's house and have sex. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of dumb in this. There was a lot, incredibly amount of dumb. So yeah, I would never give this a Mondo, but it was an enjoyable man. It yeah. was. I laughed a little bit, and, and I, I honestly think they mustn't have had much of a budget because I know they had CGI back in like 1997. Yeah, but thank God they like, didn't. Put it me wasn't in. until like the last 20 minutes of the movie you actually saw the snowman do anything because it would come yeah. back to just a plain snowman not moving, and yep. then it, then it would just it would you know. Imagine the violence, like, like like the shark in Jaws. It's like yeah. you see the violence, but you don't see him actually committing anything. You well, just, you just come back to a shot of him just standing there. He never looked like snow either. No, he looked no, like he, a, looked, he, looked he looked like a like person foam, in a like foam in a, in, a, in, a, like, in a costume, like a marshmallow <laughs> suit. Exactly. exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it was alright. It was just a man though. Bryce, anything we want to add about Jack Frost? It was a movie. <laughs> About a snowman. Okay. Sure was. Apparently right. was meh. Was meh. So this is the first, I think this is absolutely, in the fact that we have a fourth member on today, the fact that every single movie we talked about was meh. Yeah. Yeah. This is. How about that? This is, what the fuck is happening? This is like, I, I, this is like, it must be the Krampus episode the for the season. Just Jack down Frost. the road, down the middle. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about of the three movies. I like Jack Frost the best out of the three. Of okay, them. so that's a Jack Frost for Mur. What about you, George? Hmm. This is this is a tough a tougher question than I might have anticipated, to be honest. Right. <laughs> that's what we I do. think I. I think I might say Krampus, but I did. There was something to the advent calendar. Well, shitter, get off the pot. Yeah, Krampus is Krampus. All right. Bricey? Advent calendar. Yeah. I think I'm going advent calendar too. I, I, and mostly because I'm so disappointed, which is a perfect segue into yeah. our into right. our last segment, which happens to be our Christmas rage. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Well, you want me to start, but... Yeah, we I, do, baby. I, honestly, I love Christmas. Yeah. I don't really have a lot to rage about. Well, I mean, you, we talked about I what mean, your rage was going to be before. People who rage about Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> that can be your rage. I don't know. So I people mean, without I mean, Christmas in their heart? I, I'm a lot like Charlie Brown. I'm not crazy about the commercialization of Christmas. I mean, for me, Christmas, oh, yeah. like, as I get older, I have a small family. I don't really have a lot of big family gatherings anymore. So yep. for me, Christmas is all about... The lights, decorations, and uh, Christmas food. Yeah, the, the the turkey dinner on Christmas Day. Uh, we used to go to uh, um, Christmas Eve uh, mass. Well, yep. as a Catholic, it was at midnight, which I hated. Nice, but now it's like a seven or eight o'clock Christmas Eve. But we haven't done that in a few for years. the old people. Yeah, we go to church for an hour, sing Christmas carols, light the candles, and boom. Did you get to do anything with your priest on? Um... Because that could make you upset, well, too. Were you an altar boy? I, I, I haven't been a Catholic since I was eight, so I may have repressed it. You might repress it. Maybe uh, one day one day as we walk into yeah. a church. But I, I did grow up in a Catholic family until my parents got okay. split up. But yeah, I remember Midnight Mass like first like eight years of my life. But uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the simpler things. Like the music. I, I don't care about the presents as much. I just I like Christmas. But yeah, it's just gotten too much now. It's like. People rushing around like like at this weekend, the last weekend uh, at the malls and stuff before Christmas. It's just going to be nuts. So the commercialization is summing yeah, up in just, one word. Yeah, it's basically it's just taking away the joy of the holiday. But that's for me anyway. All right, that's well, all, that's it's all pretty. It's a pretty good one. That's all I got. My rage this episode is the re-release of 2015's Krampus. <laughs> I was prom. I was promised. The naughty. And what I got was two extra minutes of dialogue, which fucking pisses me off. 
because I feel bad. I feel like I did this to you. No, no, you did not. I, I, again, I remember actually really loving Kramer. And I actually do like the movie. And I have to give credit to Bryce because he pulled me out of my rage to a point where I might have gone a little cray-cray. Because he said, yeah, but now at least you own it. Which is true. That's true. I, but I probably yeah. would have waited until I didn't spend $46 delivered from Amazon yeah. to get it. But then I did like the it extra features. All the extra features were good. No, I'm sticking with Rage. I'm still mad I didn't get yeah. a lot of blood and gore. I wanted those those motherfucking cookies to tear some flesh off someone's bones. And yeah. just, I wanted Grandma to go crazy and kill people. But then maybe that'll be in the sequel, which will be yeah. the uh, Jewish Christmas Easter Bunny. <laughs> Krampus uh, special that we're going to create. I don't know. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I'm on board with this rage. Yeah, there you go. Are we sharing the same rage? No, no, I have a different one. But okay. I, I agree. I feel bad because I was like, I was like, did you hear about this new Naughty Cut version? <laughs> <laughs> Which really excited me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it did. And I was excited too. So I, I, I'm on board. All right. Well, All right. Well, what's your rage? Right. What's your Krampus rage? Oh man, uh, I'm. It's less Christmassy, but it is still related. I'm gonna rage about rape scenes. I am just really tired of them. Mm. Uh, you know, they are always, always, always uncomfortable for me, and I understand that that can be the point. Yeah. But more often than not, especially in this, it was played for a laugh. Mm. In in both, it was really kind of played as like jokes. And uh, and uh, I think that even when people try and do it for the right reasons and don't try and play it for a laugh, it is still usually botched in execution. Yeah. So my rage is, um, hey, women can be in other kinds of peril. Uh, maybe let's let them just be in danger normally for a while yeah. in horror movies. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm definitely on board with it. And even when they do do or have, if they, for whatever reason, they feel they really need to have a rape scene, do we need to see it? I don't think we need to. Right. I've yet to see one right. that I've said, wow, that was like a really good rape scene. <laughs> right. I, I do remember being right. very disturbed by the uh, the one in uh, Spit on your Spit on My Grave. Oh, yeah, that one's. Because we, we actually were at the premiere of it. Like, it, it was at our festival. Yeah. And the cast was there in attendance, including the, 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 the female actress. Yep. And yeah, we're watching her basically being raped on screen by like 10 guys. It's like, yeah, in the end she got her revenge, but it was very comfortable to watch. Like, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know for a lot of people out there, uh, rape revenge movies are very cathartic for them and mm. they love them a lot. And God bless, you know, it's not, it's not for me. It's not, not to my taste. Um, but I just think uh, as a general rule, if it like, I'm not saying that these movies can't exist. But I just think that for it to just show up like it did in the Advent calendar, um, it feels like there's a better way to do it. You know? Otherwise, can't be movie. It was a disturbing scene. Yeah. Right, right, right. I think we all vote yay on that. Boo to rape. Bryce. And rape scenes. Say you. All right, it's my turn. Yeah, you got some rage in you? Mm. It's usually a touch of rage, He's sprinkling, jotting things down, splattering of rage. So. Uh, my rage is Netflix just filling up their December catalog with just terrible Christmas movies. Oh, great! Like, what? wait a minute, are they actual Christmas movies like the one Murray talked about last episode? Yeah, just like that, actually. <laughs> I mean, really. Number one, we didn't need a Christmas Prince, and we sure as hell didn't need a Christmas Prince Part 2 or a Christmas Prince The Royal Baby. (laughs) Plus, what is this obsession with royalty that all these Christmas movies on Netflix have? There's also The Princess Switch, which also is a trilogy, apparently. There's a one, two, and a three. We've got Holidate. Ugh. Yeah, I've heard of that one. The, the <laughs> night before Christmas, night spelt with a K. Oh, fuck me now. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It seems like a half of their bloody catalog in December just goes, and it's they're all like Hallmark crap, like yeah, just stuff that you can't. There pop. you go. 
You can't sit there and watch for more than 10 minutes without throwing up in your mouth three times. At least three but times. So that is, is my rage. Get with it now. Right. There, are, there are a lot of people who love those movies. A lot. That's why they keep yeah. making them. Ugh. Well, yeah, you know what? Someone's watching. The people on this, in the four of us, I'm maybe yes. not Marie. I shouldn't really be speaking no, for I'm him. I'm not crazy about those either. He is a Christmas movie. No, but I'm yeah, saying but those are bad what Christmas we really movies. need is a crossover. Christmas, Hanukkah. Slay. There you go. I don't know. Wow. It, 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 uh, I don't know what the movie is. I'm going to think one up. I'm not being creative enough right now. No. But if as long as there's a motherfucking killer dreidel involved, I'd be perfectly happy. Or the string from the dreidel. That's even yeah. better. I think, I think that the, there's something, you know, I know that Eight Crazy Nights was already an Adam Sandler movie, but yeah. I think that there's something there with utilizing the crazy in the title. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like where this is going, and there's eight crazy Krampuses. It's kind of like it's kind of like you eight crazy reindeer. Kind of like there eight crazy go. reindeer. Okay, this is getting better. By the end Killer of this reindeer. episode, we may have like, the title like, like of what's the it next that we saw with, with, crossover with, with, with film the, with the the antler one. Yeah, yeah. See, but eight of them. That's right. At Christmas, I there love you it. Go. There you go. There's there's your movie. This is you know we what? Did it. Every single time we have George on our show it just elevates everything <laughs> all the time right. now we have a promo for george's show which we're going to play right now which we should really just play every episode of ours all right <laughs> here we go hi everybody i'm george the host of the best little horror house in philly it's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made according to our guest at least and because of that i figured i'd let the guests themselves tell you a little more about the show here's betsy sidaro I'm sorry, sorry, it's just too too loud. Mike Mitchell. There's a lot of like, ding, 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 ding. Neil Campbell. Oh, God, this guy was like afraid to use a knife. It's going to, you know, do something brave at the end of Cowboys versus Aliens or something, whatever. <laughs> and Mike Hanford. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, George. <laughs> so there you go. Some insightful and relevant commentary on why you should be listening to the best little horror house in Philly. And I'll see you, boils and ghouls, wherever you podcast. Bye. Nice. Well done. Hey, that's me. That is you. And you know what? We couldn't be happier that you're here with us. Tell everybody where they can find your podcast and your your cool posters that are now out, which I have placed my order, which will go in the Film Rage Studios eventually. Very cool. Yeah, uh, sure. So, yeah, I'm pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. You can probably find the best little horror house in Philly there. And like I said, you know, we've had some really amazing guests, but we've also covered so many different kinds of horror movies. Uh, you know, everything from M, the 1931 Fritz Lang movie, to like Poltergeist and The Suckling and Begotten and Final Destination 2. God, <laughs> I love Final Destination really, 2. Uh, Brace and his like Final Destination. Me too. You and me both. Oh my God, I fucking love the Final Destination <laughs> movies so much. So you don't bad. even know. Yes. Oh, they're so... How dare you? You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut my shut filthy your mouth, mouth when you're talking to me. Shut your yeah. filthy mouth. I couldn't even get past three. I got so bored of... <laughs> oh, my God. You're dead to me. This is over. I'm walking out of the studio. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, and your boys over here at Film Rage have been on the show not once but twice. Yes. So uh, you can listen to us all talk about Let the Right One In and also Cube. Canadian classic. Yes. Yeah. We're still looking forward to Japanese Cube, by the way. When it comes yeah, out, George will be back. He has, he has a chair waiting for him when Japanese Cube is available yeah. to North America. I'm stoked. I'm very stoked about it. Well, you know, when the release date of that came out, Bryce and I were desperately trying to get it. Because we yeah. needed you I even tried earlier. VPNing into, into freaking Japan. Did you? And you <laughs> still couldn't let it. it. Yeah. I still couldn't get it. Motherfuckers, come on. We need our Japanese cube. I know. Well, it's coming. George, we want to thank you. Yeah. Uh, as I said, you're always welcome on our show because, like I said, you are an amazing knowledge of everything horror. For those of you who aren't listening to his show, you should absolutely be listening to it because it's amazing. <laughs> so, that's enough for Krampus for this week. Let's uh, bring it on down. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks so much for our brother in horror, George, from the Best Little Horror House in Philly. Thanks to our members, our extended Film Rage family, 
who you can find them on our show notes. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Follow us on Audea at A-U-D-E-A dot I-O and search Film Rage YYC for bite-sized film reviews. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and T-Bubble. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners. So please comment, like, and subscribe or send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. That's it for our second annual Krampus episode. Listen in next year, same Krampus time, same Krampus channel. Rage on. Rage Rage on. Rage on. Let's make it fun, a big masquerade, let's dance in the street, and have a good time.